When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. High school. It's supposed to be the time of your life. But for Louise Miller, high school was a living hell. From her first secret love. I could just die. To her first blind date. Nobody wants to date you because you're a dog. A dog! A dog! I'm David, Miranda's cousin. Ready? My life is a walking, talking tragedy. Give me some soul kisses, baby! I wish you would just leave me alone! But just when nothing more could possibly go wrong... It's you. You're one of us. Me? A witch? Something wonderful went right. Now she's possessed with special powers. You can make anything happen. Break away, Kiki! ...that are simply bewitching. She can make her worst teacher hot. I will never be hit. And her best friend cool. I want to be the most popular girl. You have the power to make anything you want happen. Can I make him love me? Love you? With me being your coach, he's going to become your love slave. Everybody dreams, but Louise's dreams all come true. Astroth, Barbas, Tetragrammaton, Theos, Ishnos, Athetos. What? It's a, a new U2 song. Teen Witch. Winning is a magical feeling. Dave speaks his mind. Whatever Dave feels, Dave says. Welcome to Recap and Gown, a podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when you were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much, man. I finished Blonde. Um, oh, all right. Didn't know the two-parter for you. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it, it it needed to be because there's a lot goes on. Because okay. there's a part with President Kennedy that really bothered me like a lot. 
Oh, um, like personally offended by this, or and just it was vulgar. What was done? <laughs> well, he was a in, vulgar in man. Scene. So I know, and just uh, it it's so odd. I mm-hmm. I can't even really describe. I saw what they were trying to do, and I think it I think it failed. To be <laughs> honest, well. Uh, I mean, if, if you want a movie that um, tried to do something and didn't fail, I went to go see Smile on Friday. Uh, spooky as shit. A um, little bit heavy-handed with the symbolism. There was yeah. there, there, the whole movie was like a what do you call that? A metaphor? Not a metaphor. What's that? When the whole story is an allegory. Um, whole thing is a, a very obvious allegory. Like it, it hits you over the head with it. But there's some pretty spooky visuals in it. Great acting. Way too many jump scares in the first act. I, I rolled my eyes a lot of times in the first half hour. I'm like, just fucking finish a scene. I don't have yeah. to make everything a loud noise all of a sudden. Just finish a scene. But I'm, I'm really, looking really forward good to that. I'm, I'm looking forward to that Amsterdam movie that's coming up. I'm that should be interesting. That. Why not? <laughs> I don't, I don't there's know. A, it. There's, there's like a star every every five seconds in that movie. It's crazy. I know. I, Everybody's I don't. in it. I don't know. I maybe one of these days. Uh, All right, fair. Flying solo in the Lone Star State. This podcast chief scammer and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Um, not much. I was going to talk about something I watched, but I don't. I don't think I watched anything. I tried. Was to it watch, House of the um, Dragon? Because what an episode this was. I didn't finish it. I, I started to fall asleep. So. <laughs> you guys are watching this stuff, man. They they did it already. Yeah, no, this was better. Was it's it's saving us from the horrible final season, final two seasons. I think we started to watch that okay. Nick Cage movie, and I was like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. So I just fell asleep. So I was oh, like, the, I don't the uh, meta one. Yeah. Weight uh, of, of, of massive talent. Talent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like and an evil album just, to me. Yeah, I was just like, I don't. So he's him, but there's also like an action movie that's his life right now. Yeah, good. Yeah. And there's like a young Nicholas. He makes yeah. out with himself at one oh, point that he calls okay. Nikki. Yeah. All right, Nick. Bridge no, too far. No one like, needs all, right, all this. Man. I will watch an uncle and a niece fuck, but I'm not gonna watch Nicholas oh, Cage make out oh with himself. Yeah, no, okay. they they had that with like very sweet, like you know, soft music underneath. Like I'm not watching full blown beachside incest go down here. That was. That was some shit to see. I'm just like, I, alert, we're gonna have this is normal. <laughs> this is just a regular thing that happens, huh? Oh, guys, uh, returning for her third spooktacular episode, this podcast chief occult bookstore correspondent representing the class of 01, Kim Duncan. What up, Kim? Blessed be and merry meeting, y'all. Yeah, um, I am. Uh, I'm burning my Palo Santo candle for the occasion, um, and I have nothing highbrow to add to the "What are you watching?" conversation because I uh, just finished the season premiere of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So I mean, okay. we can talk about that too because I yeah. I was I was shaken in the opening opening <laughs> moments. I'm just like I don't I don't like it when Heather and Whitney fight. Bad weather need to be a, a united front. That's right. Yeah, yep. uh, we'll, sentence, we'll discuss off mic because it is. That sentence didn't mean anything to me. And it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't mean anything to me. But names. here I am. I don't care. I think I'm better. You should. For you should really get current. It's it's important, groundbreaking <laughs> stuff. Like it's I tell you. it's basically it's that. a true crime show at this point. That's right. Yeah. Jen Shaw is going to real Are prison. Going going to jail. Great. Bro, well, she's facing like fifty years. Yeah, that's good. Scamming old people, right? Yes, scamming old sick people because she's an old sick person. There's no one older sick in this movie. I can't make a good segue, but uh, yes, there is. Little Serena, fuck that scammer. She's she's old and probably sick. (laughs) She to be a a full grown person that size, probably sick. That's probably Um, rude to say that. Oh, she's probably dead. So rest in peace. I'm assuming. 
Um, yes. This week, we're talking about Teen Witch from 1989. It's free with ads on Roku, Pluto, Tubi, Freebie, and you can rent it on Prime and Apple TV. The mm-hmm. synopsis via Rotten Tomatoes, high school nerd Louise Miller learns from psychic Madame Serena that she's possessed with magical abilities that will begin working on her 16th birthday. When the prophecy proves true, the teenager uses her new powers to get what she's always desired, popularity. After getting back at some bullies, the young witch casts a spell over hunky jock Brad Powell. Hunky jock sounds a little bit redundant. But yeah, Louise soon learns that getting what you want isn't all it's cracked up to be. Uh, that last bit, uh, she doesn't really learn a lesson from anything, but all right. Not all jocks are hunky. Uh, yeah, I guess you could be like a swimmer, svelte. You, like know, you, or, could be, you could be like ugly and good, yeah. and good at sports. Well, you know, like, hunky to me is not face. That's body. You can be oh, a, a oh you're like uggo. a hunk. You're like a hunk of meat. Yeah, you're you can like be a, a hunky human. uggo. That's a I mean, yeah. for like, 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 like a very square head. Like a yeah. square. Chiseled, I was gonna say like the Mannings. Head. I've seen a hunky. <laughs> <laughs> the Mannings oh are they're not even hunky, they're just like broad and tall. They have no definition. Uh, a, they're a hunk. They're a hunk of human. I, I no. guess that's yeah, a hunk of a human. That's true. Uh Antonio Brown's a hunk, and well, less said about him, the better today. This guy's over here. Oh boy. Did you see the video, Dana, of Antonio Brown putting his butt on that woman's face in the pool? Oh, he did do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. He I met her really hard now. 30 seconds. <laughs> so I'm very off the internet. He met shame. her like a, moments before this happened. He also aggressively body slammed her into the pool, um, put his bare ass on her face twice, and then pulled his dick out Holy in front shit. of a lot of witnesses. This was what a hunk. Yeah, he's he's hunky. He's probably got pretty <laughs> severe CTE. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. Yeah. Uh, Louise, the main character, played by Robin Lively. Um, Madam Serena Alcott, played by uh, Zelda Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. Pocket sized. Uh, Bradley, quote, Brad Powell. I'm like, you don't need the short. We, we're going to call him Brad. We, we no know who what. he like, is. Bradley, Bradley Brad. Brad. Oh. Uh, Dan Gautier. You knew I recognized him from somewhere. He's the he's the boyfriend and son-in-law. Um, oh, he is. He is. that is. how you say that last name? I was like, Gautier, yeah. Galthire? Uh-oh. I don't know. I was, I'm going to go down to Louisiana and go to Gautier. Okay, fine. Dan <laughs> Gauthier as uh, Brad Powell. Um, Joshua Miller as Richie Miller. That's that's the brother, right? Yeah. A little weirdo. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, Margaret Miller played by Karen Kay. Dick York, Dick Sargent. Uh, as uh, Frank Miller, the dad, <laughs> two Darrens, um, you yeah, yeah, two Darrens. <laughs> um, Lisa Fuller as Randa. Who else? Um, give Polly some do. Yeah, Mr. Weaver, Shelley Berman. I think he was an old school comedian in the cat skills. He's been around for 9,000 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, Marsha Wallace as Miss Edith Malloy, and uh, who's this? Cindy Valentine as Shana the rock star. I don't know that Shana. Uh, I thought it was Shauna. Shauna, Shauna with no Shauna. just a soft A with no U or anything. Just yeah. Shauna. It definitely looked like cool. Shanna or Shana. I, yeah. I wasn't expecting Shauna. For sure, Shanna. And that's all. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, good. this is another movie where Dave, you could have made up names, and I've been like, sure, that's an actor. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. First name, last name. I'm gonna name. make that up a name for right Dick Sergeant. Dick Sergeant. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, he's the only person I recognize besides Robin. So like, well, he and, just and, been like... and the little lady from um, Poltergeist. This house is and, clean. And Dan Gothier. Yeah. And Dan Gothier. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? I swore I had seen this film a lot as a child. You said you I loved it, it when I announced I loved it. Last it. Week. I loved it. And uh, we got to stop movie- doing movies from my childhood because <laughs> I watched this and I was like, Okay, I won't get to my review. But yeah, I watched this a ton as a kid. Uh, I think my brain thinks it's another film. I None of it seemed familiar. Not a, none of it. Not a minute of it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. We need to explore some of that. Uh, <laughs> you might also have that Antonio Brown CDE. Dave. COVID brain setting in. <laughs> Memories for you. Uh, I kept, I was like, time to watch Teen Witch. I kept saying Teen Wolf, though. Time to watch Teen Wolf. Nope, not that one. Teen Witch. Uh-huh. Um, and... No, I didn't. No, didn't know wow. this existed. Didn't, didn't, know, didn't know anything about it. Holy didn't know anything shit. about it. All right. No. Kim. Yeah. I was also convinced that I had surely seen this movie as a youth. And I, there's not a world where I've seen this movie. This like is I started watching it and I said, oh, no, I've definitely never seen this movie. So this oh. was the first, three hours ago. It was the first time that I have seen this masterpiece. This is blowing my mind. Like I, I only saw this once. I watched it in 2016 when How Did This Get Made had an episode about it, and uh, at the time, streaming wasn't really what it is now. So I had to watch it on YouTube, and it was like awkwardly zoomed in and cropped and shit to like, get around copyright. So like, this is my mm-hmm. first time actually watching it in its you know intended glory. Um. So yeah, we're all going in a little bit, a little bit cold here. No, Dana, no, I've seen well, this film. I've seen. I don't it. know that you have. No, no, I you have none of it. I have. I just think my brain was like, too much other shit's coming in. That one's gotta go. <laughs> like, that, one go. that one's got it. That's out. Well. Um but uh what did I think of this movie? Um boy oh boy oh boy. Um whatever was in my head from childhood, that was a great film. <laughs> what I spent three hours, not three hours, probably about two and a half hours watching today because I kept pausing it. Oh no. Um is it was uh, words fail me it was oh. i don't i don't know what mm. i was watching i don't know what it was an hour and 30 minutes yeah this this feels like when i watched drop dead fred at like 33 years old and i'm like oh what a piece of shit what happened i don't think i, I don't think i could watch the one that is one i know Ooh. i watched as a child all I the a lot as a kid. time and that one frightens me because I really enjoyed that. So that will be one I probably will never watch again as an adult. Never subject yourself to that. It is a big old hunk of shit. Okay. Uh, Dave, make the grade for you or should they pull this back? No. Um, how do I describe this? It was... No, sorry. Um... Yeah, that's true. I The music? The oh, random the dancing music. coming out of nowhere? Yeah. Um, I felt like this was directed by someone who'd never directed anything and didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> I felt like we were all over the place. I saw some looks on some actors' faces like they didn't know what to do. <laughs> so yeah. they were back. And, and apparently there were some reshoots, but I'm like, there's some things in here that aren't that don't look finished. Um weird yeah. dancing, a lot of a lot of weird dancing. A lot of weird um, dancing. More than I thought was in here, yeah. And the story, I'm like, fine, okay, cool. She's she's a witch, great. Um, beyond that, didn't do anything for me. Didn't really care about any of the other characters. Story just kind of ends. 
<laughs> the end is very abrupt. It just stops yeah. being a movie all of a sudden. It's yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 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 Okay. Kim, did you love it? Um. Yeah. I. Uh, I think you. You said you saw a show called "How Did This Get Made" about this oh. movie, and that is my main question. Like, how did this get made? Like, yes. I'm just confused. I was confused on many levels throughout the film. Uh, I mean, good on them for trying. I guess that's me being nice about it, but uh yeah not i i watched it today and i never need to watch it again oh my god yeah um how did this get made is it's it's a podcast uh about really really awful movies and it uh you can't listen to this one anymore unless you want to pay for like what uh stitcher premium i might do it because my notes went like i need to know what jason mantukas had to say about this uh, I, yeah. I like need to know i i feel like this is one where he had a crush on robin lively and talked about that the entire time and then june mm. was like this was a delightful film <laughs> like she's like i like this why are we doing it for the podcast this is bonkers <laughs> yes <laughs> they're saying solid, stuff solid like jason um, um you know i'm gonna go out on a limb here this made the grade for me um oh boy to be oh clear God. the movie is dreadful it is a it is a, a bad a bad film but it's fun and it's silly as fuck. And like for me, maybe because um, of the times we live in, it's just refreshing to see a teen movie with like virtually no stakes. <laughs> like nothing happens to anybody here. I mean, her, well, well, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Something happens to somebody. Somebody vanishes and <laughs> never seen again. But I mean, for the most part, you know, it's just the very low stakes. The fight with her friend is low stakes. Like it's all just very light, and that that I, was. I saw that. And I'm like, you guys will be, you'll get over it. It'll, be it'll you'll, you'll be fine. We're barely arguing. So yeah, that's that, like uh, a Tuesday for a teen girl anyway. Like regardless sure. if someone has powers or that's not, what I hear. like that's just like. <laughs> Yeah, you're fighting I, every other day with your friends, so it's fine. Yeah, it's it's shitty. The acting is real bad. Um, mm-hmm. the writing is real bad. But uh, I had a fun time watching it. At least I had more fun watching this than Johnny B. Good. So oh. there is that. that Johnny B. Good mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, before we jump into the recap and the segments here, do we have any fun facts? I have first one. Very surprising. Um, Brad and Randa from the film. Um. What was it? Peter Gothire, whatever I yeah, said his name yeah. was. Um, it's go- go- Dan. Dan. It's Dan. Gautier. Gautier. And uh, the woman who played Randa, I'll find her name, Lisa Fuller, got married a year after this movie came out and are still married to this day. Ain't that some shit? Right? Like, this is your origin story? Right? <laughs> That's that was wild, wild to me. I was like shook. It's like the only interesting fact. I had to go dig around to find another one. Um, no. This movie... This came from the, uh, like, I guess a companion piece to the How Did This Get Made episode. Um, but this was originally conceived as a raunchy comedy, like a raunchy 80s comedy inspired by, like, well, we had Teen Wolf. We're going to do Teen Witch. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, where would they have inserted the, ra- well, we'll talk about the romance in this movie because I don't know. It's a horny film at times. But, like, there's some stuff in the locker room. We could have saw some titties. Okay, yeah. Um, that, that, that I like boys dance number really could have just been titties well, akimbo. You're right. So so that's the thing. It wasn't conceived as a musical. Dorian Walker came in <laughs> well, and was like, I see musical. So he and they were like, mm, we're not think we're not feeling that, bud. We're gonna give you less money and a shorter like production schedule. If that's the way you want to go, you can do it, but we're giving you less less money and less time. He came in on time, on budget. And then they were like, oh, this musical thing is cool. 
let's add more songs. But Dorian had already moved on to other projects. So they added <laughs> top. That is an afterthought. That is a reshoot. Oh, oh, is it? I had no idea that was not conceived of. <laughs> you tell they me which spent... things you thought were originally in the film and which ones were added uh, later. You can't tell. They, uh, they spent two, two, $2.5 million in in 1989 money on that it's like 30 trillion today i'm pretty sure unbelievable (laughs) like that's that's insane yeah those are my two quick facts wow any others or well we discovered robin lively and blake lively are half sisters about eight minutes ago (laughs) that was surprising because robin apparently was saying how she did whatever the dance number from Teen Witch. I didn't. I don't know which one is the, so the, sta- the standout, but she I did it at Blake's know. wedding, I guess, down on the plantation. They were just yeah. having a good Teen Witch all time. Jesus, <laughs> at the plantation, of course. White folks. All right, um, Sorry. let's jump into the recap and the segments here. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now. We got to start with the opening scene to this movie. We talked about the opening scene last week from Disturbed Behavior being too long. This shit's long as fuck. If you've not seen it, the movie, it's a cold open with like a full-blown r&b love music video from the time i wouldn't call that r&b well the the video was an r&b video the music was not mm-hmm. the music and the video do not match they're she's like on up a on a, they're up on a rooftop she's doing some twirling i think there's some silks involved mm-hmm. um and the just red with, light I think. yeah a lot, of fl- light. a lot of flowing fabrics throughout this film but uh, at mm-hmm. the very beginning yeah tons mm-hmm. just everywhere and yeah, we, we have no context. We don't know who these people mm-hmm. are. We have no idea specifically what we're supposed to be thinking about this. These motherfuckers look 35 years old. Like, mm-hmm. I people in the 80s looked old. And yeah. if you would have told me that Robin Lively is 28, I'd be like, yeah, yep, that sounds about right. She's supposed mm-hmm. to be like 15. I'm like, no, she, was, she, she, was seven, she was 17 when they made this. I know. And uh, well, it, it was people were starting to eat better, but they were still smoking still mm-hmm. drinking a lot so that with mm-hmm. the skin oh, well, and, and getting too much sun and getting way, too much yes sun. way too much sun yeah. and they also grew up in households with rampant smoking i'm assuming so like there it is yeah. so people looked older yeah well and the makeup choices didn't help either she's made no. up as though she works at like yeah. talbots this yeah. is the she's fully fully made up um they also you would definitely, like teens <laughs> yeah there's also that if, from that opening scene i don't think you think wholesome teen occult film you're like oh this is some silk stockings yep. cinemax after dark shit we're about to yes. get it's gonna be a weird it was i was like oh the teen version of jade we're getting ready to watch here i'm pretty sure that's that's what this is where's david caruso at yeah, yeah it just the opening my it, yeah my note said like porn question mark like mm-hmm. it could have been it was like, getting hot, said, like, hot cinemax slash, yeah. Like, oh yeah low-key porn 
if you did not know they were teenagers. They're gonna make this love to each diaries. other's stomachs in a second because that's what they do in Cinemax. Like, ooh, yeah. Oh, but not quite. I Just wish short. we had the visual for that for you guys to see. Um, ooh, ooh, you, everyone knows what I'm talking about. We all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know yeah just, just cram those bellies together. Um, now, I said that the movie opens with like a full-on music video. They play the song in its entirety, like from the beginning to the end. It fades out and everything. Um, and the song is performed, I think, in its entirety again later on in the movie. But I did want to do a mic check to kind of get us going here. Mic check one two one two. Mic check one two. Microphone check one two. Um, there weren't any like recognizable hit songs in this movie. I I, I feel like this was similar to um just one of the guys where it's like oh just make songs for the movie like none of this fucking matters. Set the scene a little bit here. Some of the songs from just one of the guys they're pretty they're catchy. I was like oh well, I sure. listen to this on the radio. Um, this movie, <laughs> None I, of these? The, the way I like, cause I should try to jam as much of this as possible. And I brought it up for the first scene. Cause the way they've devoted so much time to that song, I was like, Oh, this is a song. And my phone was like, absolutely not. No. Yeah. This is not recorded. Mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> this is a hard is. one. They're like, are you playing? Did you just make this up right now? Are you playing this? And I was like, haha, Shazam. You're right. I am. You can't this Shazam a- your original song data. I'm looking at these this track list. This, this looks like this was written by like one guy, and he adds like his last name the weird to the brothers. name of a band. Yeah, it's yeah. like oh. by Elizabeth and the Weirs. But the with Weirs a Z. plural. Uh, yeah. Teresa and the Weirs. Oh, with a Z. Maybe it's the Weir sisters. I know the Weirs are a part of it. That was called out in some article. Probably as sisters. There's I don't think there's any male vocals in any of these songs. My goodness. There's no yeah. well, in the last on top song, that there's on top that and the most popular top girl. That, top that. Yeah. No, the end song too. Oh I oh, I was yeah. just singing that song. I do remember that well, song very the, clearly. The songs are earworms, I will give you that. Um yeah, the uh this is the, the saxiest movie, I think, in in, in human history. Um yeah. there's saxophone, saxophone in every song. Yes, yeah. saxophone. There it's just sax. There's sax in the opening. There's sax in the I like boys song, which deserves some attention. Um, I was thrown by this. I was, I was like, oh, she's just going to, yeah, we're going to change clothes and she'll move on with her life, right? No, we're going to stay here for a good three minutes mm-hmm. in an 80s movie. And there's no nudity. Oh, yeah, no. Girls, girls in a locker room. That's where the nudity could have come into play. Yes. Well, it oh. frankly should have. It's girls it in a locker room. Gratuitous. Gratuitous. In- <laughs> they didn't like- quite get that. Well, they're wearing like matching lavender. It's not a leotard. Is that like a like a like no, a swimsuit? That's a like high a one cut. Piece? No, that's a very high cut leotard. That's, leotard, that's the eighties for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's just it's all of them in the same matching leotard, and they're singing. I mean, the song is "I Like Boys." It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a song Unclear about how much they like boys. They're singing it. No, because well, we don't know these characters. They introduced it as like when she turned it on, she went, "I here's our new cheer." And the new cheer That's is right. just, I like boys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I came up with a exactly. new cheer. Yeah. The cheer is, I like boys. I like boys. <laughs> and, All right, good. and it good. doesn't even sound like there. And that's the thing where I was like, was this conceived as a musical? Because anytime there's like a musical moment with the characters, it doesn't sound like any of the actors' voices. Oh, and the ADR not. and like the lip syncing is so, so bad. It feels like, offensive, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like, it's it's like happening. Nuts. Yeah, we're watching those uh, '90s Hong Kong Jack Chan films all over mm-hmm. again. I mean, but it's it was yes. quite something. Yes. I'm like, who it's are they? Rumble in the Bronx all over again. 
And they would go back to Robin Lively and she's just same face <laughs> standing, standing just still with, with her hand turned. It's like they're using the same shot over and over. No new reaction. Face oh. is the same over and over again. They're doing I, towel work. They're doing yeah. this choreographed dance. Numbers. Mm-hmm. At one point, a woman's atop of a locker bank, just like yeah. bopping around. Someone's Dangerous. on another person's shoulders, and they're playing around with towels. Yeah. You can't, you're like, oh, Dangerous. this is a giant Those things, Those things tip over. They're not always no. nailed to the ground. You got to be careful. And you're barefoot in probably a slick floor locker room, but that's a concussion waiting oh. to happen. You're getting um, warts. Um, I will say sure. Randa doesn't dance. They have put Randa like yeah. next to the lockers as everybody else is doing these kicks and these turtles. And I was like, yo, Randa, you couldn't pick up this like eight count dance. There's, there's a part where it's all and to be clear, the other women that are dancing also were the ones she was talking to when the scene starts. Yeah. So they're yeah. all dancing together to the cheer that she invented. And then she's like standing off to the side, trying to master a step touch. And everyone yeah. else is over here doing like pod berets and shit. And she's like, I can't, I can't keep up with any of you guys. She, she always refers to herself in the third person. Randa doesn't dance. Yeah, Randa, Randa don't dance. Is Randa. It's Miranda. What do you think? What do you think Randa is? I think, I, think I, I hope it's Miranda. I think it's easy to imagine. This is just her name is Randa, like Rhonda, but pronounced wrong. I think it's like Shauna, but pronounced yeah, Shana. yeah, yeah. yeah. Shana yeah. pronounced Shauna. There's just a yeah. whole bunch of wrong pronunciations of A's going on in this movie. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's well, we see that fucking now with these whack ass Utah names. Just like swap out a vowel for something else. Put, a, put an X in there instead. Put a <laughs> like, Y in there. Not where you think though. Pop, pop some Y's in. Yeah, pop a Y in. She Hulk. What was her name well, on She Hulk? Madison. Oh. oh no. <laughs> is it is it the first vowel? <laughs> M-Y? <laughs> it's not Madison. I'll talk it up. But yeah. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so there's the sax and the I Like Boys. They go to the Harvest Dance, or saxophone there. There's saxophone all through the score. <laughs> they, they have a, a montage called The Most Popular Girl, which, again, exactly what you think it is. And there's saxophone all through that and a rap breakdown. Um, <laughs> there's sax at the Shauna concert, because they play that song from the beginning mm-hmm. again. Then at the end, I don't... My notes say, is that prom? They have a dance at the end of the movie. It's unclear if it's prom because Brad yeah. says he's stressed out about prom right after the harvest dance. And I'm like, you've got months, pal. Like, this is yeah. other side of the school year. But the band's lead singer is holding a saxophone, doesn't play yeah. it, just has one at the ready like, in case. Oh, it's I think the that, final, yeah, that, that final song, I think, was composed, written by a Richard Elliott. He's a uh, Grammy nominated saxophonist okay oh. there so, you go. And, I th- and i think that might have been him so he's like I also, <laughs> not only do i want to write this song and have it be in the movie yeah let me be in it too. Sax. but i gotta have my sax I mean, it's part um, of the deal it feels like the movie was produced by big saxophone yeah like it's just big, sax, big sax all through this thing if you this told is... me clarence from the e street band was like pop it up in the man. shadows <laughs> Or, or that dude. What movie is that with the gif where the guy's playing the saxophone super aggressively? The big beefy dude. Oh, I'll fucking. For, he's in. He's in like Mad Max get up. He's in like chains and torn shit, but like aggressively Anson, playing a sax. Two, three, four. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, find it. I'll, I'll fucking find it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no, your, your point about pro, you're unclear what dance it is. The timeline of this film is unclear. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. I, it could have been three days. It could have been six months. I could don't know. Could have been the whole know. school year. Could it have was been. unclear. Because they're still know. playing football in the last <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> they are. They started oh, playing God. football. And oh. they're at the harvest dance. And then 
Yeah, it was prom, and they're still yeah, playing football. I, I'm, I mean, I'm very confused by a lot of the timeline. They, they they were trying to pinch pennies. Weather costs money, people. So just don't worry about that part. Move along. Yeah, that's what they just, did. It's 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 always if they filmed it in like Unfor- San Diego, it's always uh, nice uh, outside. Unfortunately, no, it, it was filmed in the Midwest. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? Chicago? What was it? St. Louis, Hobart, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they went All to of Hobart. The yeah, you you can see uh, Louise's house is in Hobart, Indiana. If you ever want to go check it out, no one go, wants to go to Hobart. I know. Wow. Going to college in California was it right. set in the Midwest or? I think no, it's just said, no, I'm more confused than ever. Oh no, I have no. The, the, the colleges are all California. Say? They say yeah. uh, USC and uh, San Francisco State. The Dom and Stanford and Stanford. And Stanford. That's true. Yeah. So they're Brad's all. Brad's genius is going to Stanford. Oh my God, Brad can't do English and is going to Stanford. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, we 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 really briefly mentioned uh, Richie, the little brother in this movie. We need to talk about Richie. Um, do we? I yes. I he needs he needs a diagnosis. Um, he is every little brother trope from the eighties and nineties rolled into one. We first see him hiding under Louise's bed, uh, with a face full of chocolate. Exactly, <laughs> chocolate or human, or human feces. We we aren't sure. It, it could have been well, human or animal. I guess because he because he's that kind of weird. He's, he's a weird, that weird kid. He's into some scat play. It, yeah. It's just like the the image of him being under her bed, like chowing down on whatever he's eating while she sleeps is concerning yeah. to me. Because mm-hmm. like he's not like he's six. He's got to be what, 12? <laughs> Probably like yeah. if you're 12 and you're breaking into your 15 year old sister's room to like hide under her bed as she sleeps. Eat cake. The, I weird. just finished watching Dahmer. Like this is where you're heading. I was pal. gonna say that. <laughs> this is not on the triad, but it fucking should be. Hey, they've debunked the triad, but also yeah, maybe, maybe we should keep looking at that. Yeah, well, it, it may not be causation, but it, no, if they're peeing the bed till they're like ten and killing and animals, torturing like, animals yeah, and lighting you, fires, you, you know what? Yeah, yeah, it's time to intervene. Yeah. yeah. Um, he 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 reads Louise's diary, which any annoying little brother would do. Um, that seems normal not too weird yeah well but then he turns out her diary is just like erotic friend fiction like tina belcher would write like she's naming this dude by name Uh, (laughs) like uh, it's horses and zombies it's so weird yes it's (laughs) yes it's all that it's just like you can't write about how you want to like press your lips to his like you're 15 you gotta use poetry she she's writing poetry. porno Remember is what it is the teacher read it in class well we're going to talk about that too okay, that no. Oh, no. should be out of a job um <laughs> and then like i said he's got this like always messy face first it's a chocolate over his face he makes i want to call it a marshmallow pizza abomination at one point she walks the, the kitchen pizza. is covered in pasta sauce there's just yeah. red sauce all over all over this white kitchen and yeah. he's got like a, a giant silver platter that he's just like moving shit around on. There's for sure marshmallows and I think tomato I sauce was, and that was big gobs of mozzarella. What do I know? No, there's a bag. <laughs> there's like oh. a bag of stay puffed right next to him. Basically. I thought he was trying to do something pizza related too, but just like dough wasn't part of his equation. <laughs> so he's like, I'll take all the other stuff and just throw it and see what happens. Make it on the table and, and shove the whole table on the wall. It's all over everywhere. everywhere. It's I'm everywhere. not I'm not a clean cook. But I've never gotten sauce all over the walls in the middle of making any dish. 
Well, sir, Genius. you yeah. haven't lived until you get <laughs> sauce on your walls. <laughs> I feel like they just like brought like every food item for yeah. him was just like extreme. Like at one point, yeah. he was just like walking up the stairs with like an ice cream cone that was like the Man. size of his face. And it's the like, did you cone. get that from your freezer? Like, did you make an ice cream run? Like, where did this even come from? Not only yeah. does he have a comically oversized ice cream cone, face covered in ice cream. So, like, yeah. You just like rub it around his face, I guess, before walking upstairs. But it's so big, his hand can't fit around it. Like, where do you? No. Who has who has waffle cones the size of their house? That part I get. You get the fresh gallon of ice cream, and you're just like, "Well, mom said two scoops." Grish. I'll use this one. Ladle. Grish. And before you know it, the bowl is like overflowing because you're a child. I mean, and that's, and that's the way you act. It's just the the ice cream cone of it all. I'm just like, your arm has to be tired from carrying this thing around. Yeah. He's also doing an accent for no reason. I I think the movie's set in California. It's filmed in Hobart. He's doing like, he sounds like a 50-year-old Brooklyn divorcee most of the time. Yeah. Like, he sounds like a Yenta. (laughs) Like, he's just over here gossiping. I'm just like, what? Was this just the 80s being obsessed with New York? Because that happens often, I think. What are I, you talking about? I'm your brother. <laughs> it's like when Bobby picks yeah, it up from his grandma's yeah. boyfriend. What are you talking, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's about? it's not it's not a it's not a Bobby Hill doing a Phoenix accent. <laughs> he thought that's some people talking Phoenix. <laughs> It's not that. It's close. Um, because he does. He vacillates between like an old Jewish man and then like a nine a nineteen twenties mobster. He's like, I'm gonna clean your shoes. See? And I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Like, I think I'll it was like, your turkey. Like, yeah. It's weird talk out of him. I just I just was like, is this what we just were like, hey kid, be funny? And he's like, I got voices. <laughs> Here hey. I come. Yeah, it's watch out. It, it, really, it really felt like they thought he was like the comedic star of this movie. I'm just like, I don't know, something he's doing a lot, but very little yeah. of it's hitting. And then he's wearing like makeup at some point. It, the kid's yep. all over the place. It's very upsetting. Yeah. I could have done without Richie in this film. He didn't He didn't do anything worthwhile um, at all. I mean, he's really only in it, I think, for one reason, which is he does get turned into a dog. So we'll we'll let's let's go through the magic in the movie. I think I caught there's one that I missed that I'll pop in here. I was trying to keep track of how much magic is in this movie. There's kind of a lot, surprisingly enough. Um, First of all, as the synopsis said, Louise is just told she's a witch and she does not react. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. Like, what what else is going on? Obviously. Yeah. The 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 little Zelda Rubenstein brings out like a, a witch yearbook. I guess with yeah. photographs from the 1600s, which that seemed odd to me. You got to make those those like woodcut lithographs. You can't have like photocopied, you know, photos of people in this book. I'm sorry. You want a film about witches where they can't even figure out how to how a school year works to have a uh, time period appropriate photos? Yeah, of the witches. Too much. That's true. Okay. At least put Come them on. in period dress for these photos. They're having a like this movie can't keep anything straight. It opens with like as we said that silk stockings moment, and then yeah. it comes into a lovely, lighthearted team. Like no, there's no uh, continuity in this. It's film. it's something, but yeah, she she's told she's a witch who, I think, is reincarnated or sure. eternal, perhaps one of the two. And she's just like, oh, all right. So like, what else is going on? And I'm just like, well, 
you might want to ask some follow-up questions. I'd, I'd have a lot of questions if this was me. Um, but she's told that she's going to just have magic powers when she turns 16. And the first thing she does is make Dave disappear. We got to talk about this Dave character. I think the name is David. Uh, I think it might be David. Yeah. Yeah. And- you would think she would have got home and been like, hey, mom. Uh, do witches run in the fam? No, just not. Just yeah. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for her mom to be like, "Oh, I know what this is," and no. Or Dick Sargent, you cast Dick Sargent as her, <laughs> and you're not. You're not like, mm, like well, I've dealt, I've Easter seen this egg. before. You know, like, right? At least give like mm. a like a like a gym helper and look at the camera when something happens, <laughs> so we all know that you're in on this. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. And not have him like make one line about knowing his daughter's a witch. Come on, no, it's Come it's on. fucking nuts. Um. So yeah, the Dave. Oh, how do we talk about Dave? Dave is Randa's yeah. cousin. <laughs> talk about you, Dave. Go ahead. Dave is Randa's cousin. Um, in my notes, when she's like, "Oh, you should go to the dance with my cousin. He's in town." I'm like, "Well, this is the most obvious setup I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> like, I don't like, like he's, you. He's he's going to be terrible. Yeah. First yeah. thing I said. First yeah, I'm thing like, I said. Well, why do you think they want you to go out with him? It's obviously to shame you. Um, Dave externally is like a cartoon geek. Like he looks the part. He his mannerisms are geeky. This is not your classic Urkel geek. Um, I the first thing he does, like Louise gets to the dance and goes and like does a full costume change. And she must have been gone for thirty minutes. She did hair. She did makeup. The whole nine. Yeah. And he she gets back and he's like, "Are you fucking trying to embarrass me in front of people? Look how ridiculous you look!" And I'm just like, mm. well, "Hold on, man! Like she looks a lot better than you." That's it, it. was just such a drastic change. He's like, "I'm gonna go put on my Cindy Lauper thing real quick. I'll oh, be yeah. right back." Or, or my Madonna thing. I'll that was right Cindy Lauper. That was too bad was for it? Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. It was. There wasn't enough lace. I. Gotcha. I, my thing when when it happened, I'm like, oh, she's gonna walk past him and like act like she doesn't know him because now she's in costume and she's gonna just ignore him. She walks up and she's like, yeah, you like what you see, geek? And he's like, no, gross. <laughs> oh, that's that's surprising. Then Sick. I prefer your yeah. sweater vest and your olive right. green drab hey, skirt that went God. all the way down to the floor. Sign me up. Sign <laughs> me up. Love yeah, knee high wool socks. Yep. That was, uh, her look How would you know? Something. Her skirt literally went to her ankles. You couldn't even, it brushed her shoelaces. No idea yeah. what's under that skirt. It was like a full, just like burlap sack that she yeah. turned into a skirt. It was the cover <laughs> of a Land's End catalog. But um, the sweater vest <laughs> things that she wore, I was like, oh, that's so awesome. It's so awesome. The, the sweater vest was so weird because her mom gave it to her and right away is like, it cost me a lot of money. And right. I'm like, well, that's a tacky <laughs> thing to say to your kid. But then yeah. she she gives this look like oh I don't I don't like this and then she puts it on and I'm like so do you like it or I, I'm a little bit confused what you're trying to send here. Her mom um, spent a lot of money on it. She's gonna fucking wear it. it. She's uh, too nice. She's too. She's just good. She's just a good daughter. That's yeah. a good daughter thing to do. And she also showed her dad like an at leisure catalog, I suppose, of the time. It was a lot of spandex. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's look you're going for. Because mm-hmm. I would have thought this would have been like, you know, Benetton would have been the the look for the the cool kids at the time. But she's like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, spandex everything. That's what I Not should be this world. wearing. Not see, eighty nine H- Hugo Boss, maybe I don't know. Guest jeans, probably. Guest jeans, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. That's the real world. That is not where this film exists. <laughs> Randa, to my Calvin's. yeah, all that. Yeah, Randa is like early in the film. She's told like they're like, oh, she's wearing a sleazy outfit. It's a long sleeve, high collared shirt. 
yeah. with like, like a, short a skirt. Yeah, I don't even. It was like a poofy it's, short skirt. Yeah, she yeah. fine. An appropriate skirt. Yeah, like, and oh, they were like, skank. "Oh, she's so slick! Look at this fucking whore!" Where they're walking around in trench coats, <laughs> right? <laughs> Couldn't have riding, been more chased. Bikes. Could not have been more chased. Like, yeah, she's wearing a full like eighteen hundreds corset under there too. Just wrap it all up, man. Wrap it all you up. Polly, you were in some damn bloomers. Um, oh, yeah, 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 they're yeah. at the dance, and then t- real swerve here. Dave out of the blue goes, "Hey, do you want to smoke some weed?" <laughs> Just like. Okay, so you're a geek who thinks he's cooler than her and has brought brought some weed. He's holding Caulfield at the party here. That's no Dave. Dave just speaks. He he speaks his mind. Yeah, Dave. Dave speaks his mind. Whatever Dave feels, Dave says. Yeah, that's this is I I know a Dave like that. Um, they're in the car after the dance. He's very very much just like. I don't want to be here with this loser girl. Like, let's get out of here and go to this party. Give me your car. They take off in the car. He he tries to have sex with her while driving, which is like, that's a, you're going to wreck. That's not a safe move at all. Um, it, it was just usually, I mean, try to be smooth, but oh, man, no. he's like, let me just go around here and go. Boo, 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 boo. And yeah. also no, no hands on the wheel. Like, that's <laughs> speeding. I mean, and also much like the brother, like doing like weird like accents and like yeah, voices sure. and stuff. Like, sure. I don't know. He was all over the place for me. He was like quintessential nerd. Like, where are your glasses? And then he was mm-hmm. a stoner. And then he was like a, a like dick in the car, a sexual predator, with, like a million different mm-hmm. voices. And I was like, what? What is happening with this dude? Mm-hmm. I think the problem is we didn't have Urkel yet at this time in our lexicon to be like, well, that's the nerd that we're all trying to be for the next generation. Like he was on TV in 89, but it wasn't, you know, Urkel mania had not gripped America yet. But like I, he was, he looked the part. And I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing, but your choices are all wrong here. Um, yeah. Louise just says, like, leave me alone. And this fool vanishes <laughs> like into thin air. <laughs> car is flying down the road with no driver. Yeah. Yeah. So she has to like wrangle the car and stop. But that's the first time we see her do magic. And again, not at all concerned <laughs> by this. She doesn't seem affected how, at all. How did she stop? They they were going legitimately 50 miles an hour. How had to she, be. I don't know. Like, how does it not know? I tell, think tell it was me. like a slow. We cut some scenes out of her. Uh, yeah. Didn't she let, run to Serena? Let me just though? do these. Just Didn't she what? Zig and zag until we stop. I don't know. I thought she went to Serena's house to be like, oh, I got to fix this. And she wasn't there. That was after that. So she made him disappear and then she yeah. went to Serena's. But even so then, she, she wasn't. She was worried. Well, she, she, like, she, I think she's like, did I just murder a man? Yeah. But like, she's she, like, oh, I just when, murdered him. I got to when, Yeah. When it happened, she was just like, all right, well, good. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> like, let me corral this, this steering wheel. Um, her second use of magic is when she does turn Richie into a talking dog for a very short amount of time. Um, real quick. Mm-hmm. I had a problem with this because he uh, was I a talking dog, but the dog's mouth didn't move. So he's telepathically communicating with her. Yeah, it's a it's a Garfield mm-hmm. situation. Um, okay. No, because John can't hear Garfield. I'm not sure what yeah. was because she, she could hear him. They were having a conversation. Yeah. They didn't even try to do like, let's put some peanut butter in the dog's mouth. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, didn't Mr. Edit or anything. Yeah, Nothing. like it was. <laughs> Yeah, it was just that. So she turns him into a dog again. If if this was me and I'm 15 and have turned my brother into a dog, I'm like, okay, it's time to panic. Like this is let's burn the house down. I guess like just out of reaction. She's just like, oh well, you're a dog and that's cute and 
oh, mom hates dogs. I'm just like, you've turned him into a dog and you don't seem bothered at all. The cure for this is to just like drop him in the bath real quick and then the dog washes off, I suppose. So there was we, just a bubble bath like ready and waiting. Yes. Like what? <laughs> they just have a bubble bath at all times no. of the house in case. When the brother was slopping around, he's like, I'm getting dirty. Better have my bath ready. What? No. <laughs> he doesn't think that kid. far ahead. He doesn't think that far ahead. No. no, no. So, yeah. So she's turned him into a dog, drops him in the water. The spell goes away. Um, this is when she goes to Madame Serena. And then Madame Serena, she went there before. The door was locked. She wasn't there. She goes back again. And Serena is, like, sprinkling, I think, paprika next to a frog and then she's like oh come here and help me with this they turn the frog into a a prince because we're doing you know the frog prince here genuinely jarring to see zelda rubenstein next to any full-grown adult like she's up to this man's belt it was like this is it's so weird i know she's tiny but every time i see it i'm just like god she is lil and this dude is like six foot seven yeah. Well, she she also says that because it's beginner spells are weak that they yes. they can just wear off and water because they also try to change a rock into a stack of money and then it gets well, wet. they they do it and then like something something's wrong with it on the back end because they do make it into a stack of money is that well oh, that's what happened yeah. okay because she's a big klutz of course yeah um then also, Serena feels or no uh, Louise feels very uncomfortable with like I'm gonna say yeah. <laughs> counterfeiting uh. Serena, maybe not your best, like occult, you know, guru, because she's like, bitch, just let's hook it up. I need some cash. Yeah. You, can, yeah. you can do whatever you want. And I'm like, man, listen, man, we're going to get this money. None of this matters. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> she just doesn't care about anything. I mean, if she asked me if I wanted to make a stack of hundreds next, I wouldn't have run away. It would have been yeah. like, yeah, let's like, let's make these hundos. They'd be like, like it go. says legal tender, right? Like, let's, let's fucking yeah. rock. Yeah. All right. No, just, like, yeah. Just, no. Yeah. Make it rain. What was it, Nancy? I think if Serena and Nancy got together, crafted a different film. Well, if those two happen, they just become like Sauron at this point. Like it's, yeah, they get the one ring. To be like, this feels unethical. I have to go. And Serena's like, come on, kid. She's like, I'm just gonna stay here and make more money. I need some of your juice. That's why it was wild. It was weird. Um, okay, sorry. Then we, the next one we see her do, she tries to cast a love spell on Brad. This scene had me so confused and taken aback. She invite, I think Brad says he wants to come over to her house to like learn English because uh-huh. he can't do English and she skipped a grade. We, we learned in her English class. She must have skipped mm-hmm. two because she's she only turning 16 yeah. and she's in senior English. I don't know, questions. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The, the timeline is a mess. Um, Who gives a shit? So the they're they're in her room. He's like, "Oh, where are all your chairs?" And she's like, "Oh, the chairs are like busy or whatever the fuck she said about them." Um, they're getting reupholstered. Thank you very much. Right, getting reupholstered. Let's we have to sit on my bed. And then she grabs her amulet and is like doing a spell in Latin right in front of him. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing? What is that? Hey, what what are you doing?" And then she just like stops, like, "Oh, never mind." And I'm like, "No, if that's me." I'm like, mm. no, no, no. We can't learn English. Tell him what the fuck that was. Like, what, what, what were you doing three seconds ago? Veni, vidi, vici. I mean, missed, oh, really, yeah. I think you missed a couple magics. The one that I know that I missed was the popular girls all turning on each other. <laughs> that was some shit. 
they the were just that was before each this. other yeah that was before that so that was yeah. fantastic um yeah uh, the girls just she's like well you can't make it so they can't lie anymore and they are just like your mom's an alcoholic your house because your mom's a fucking mess yeah what? i don't come over because <laughs> your mom's an alcoholic and everyone talks about it all the time and your hair oh, is bad and i'm just like oh shit <laughs> Like, you're a fucking whore i can see your roots it was very yeah. real housewives i was oh, like oh we're flipping tables yes yes this was some some real ramona singer nonsense they were coming at each other hard um <sighs> so then the with the love spell we also get a parade of her whole family walking i'm like hey man where's all your chairs i'm like it's a fucking bedroom how many chairs is she supposed to have in her bedroom yeah, well, turns out desk, some because they're like they're all stacked up in the closet. <laughs> she had desk chairs, chairs, maybe like a decorative one on the corner with some kind of yes, you know, yeah. flowers. A wicker chair some, makes some, sense. Yeah, there was a yeah. chair right by the door. It just had <laughs> all of her laundry on it. So like I'm Max's. that dude, and like some chick starts speaking in tongues and like interjects my name, and I'd be like, one, yeah. I gotta get the fuck out of here, but two, if I'm not leaving, like at least move this laundry off this chair and maybe sit here. Yes. Like, I don't know. Yes, she's speaking Assyrian, and the only thing he hears is his whole name. <laughs> like, first, first and last name she, in the middle of a sentence. So, Max, two chairs. Beyond that, you just, you, you aren't fully utilizing the square footage. I mean, just I, really... in high school, I guess I didn't have a chair. I had a, I had a desk, so I had a chair in my room. But, like, I didn't have room for multiple chairs. I had the one chair in there. Um. So, yeah, he just, he's not shocked that she's doing this. She, like, bails midway through. We don't really find out why specifically well, but she just doesn't do the spell on him it also just like sometimes she just thinks something and it happens but this yeah. one she has to like shout it in. i thought she would just like whisper it like make brad love me i what? thought something yes yeah, sorry it before turned- he walks in <laughs> like i think he well, needed to be in the room but you could have been like let's open our right. books and then you just turn away and you're like and then right spell's gonna make him love me forever that's interesting that's yeah yeah because all it takes to make someone disappear is Leave me alone. Leave me alone. But to make you love, you have to do the full, yeah, Latin, whatever. The inconsistency of the magic blew my mind. Like, she Mm -hmm. could, I mean, I know we'll get to this, but she could literally be like, break a leg and then like, and then, or be like, yeah, disappear and they're gone. But then it's like, she can't just be like, Brad, love me and like have that. Like, I don't don't know what. I don't know what she said to turn him into a dog, but it for sure wasn't turn into a dog. Oh, well, no, it was anything because he goes, anything you say to me bounces off and or like, it's oh, I'm rubber, your glue, whatever. Yes, then she says yes. it back. And this is that I had, I wrote this line down because this is where he does this weird voice where the brother's like, oh, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. Yeah. Dream on. <laughs> Nobody wants to date you because you're a uh, dog. Okay. A dog. Oh. A dog. I've, I've, like, oh I've completely, God. I've completely turned on the brother. That's genius. I forgot yeah. him. I, I did forget that. that. That was really like, funny. Yeah, yeah. His accent work. I'm just like, what is this kid? You're a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fucking aggressive. And then he turned into a dog because she said, "I'm rubber you glue." Whatever says me bounced off and said, "Bounced off to him." That's why he's a dog. Um, the fifth time we see her do something magic, it is with this Mister Weaver, uh, her English teacher. This son of a bitch. Um, she makes a voodoo doll. I was like, oh, she we makes just... it. Well, she no, makes like a, a full that? like cabbage patch kid. This is a giant voodoo mm. doll. Like it's, it's big. It's adorable. Yeah, it was very cute. cute. Um, with the the matching bow tie and the whole nine. But like, this guy is an asshole right from the start. 
And mm-hmm. we've we've seen this more often than I can count because like I never had a teacher who's just like my job here is to torment all my kids and be a dick to all of them all the time. This dude's an asshole right from the start. We do see him read Louise's poem. Um, part of this is Louise's fault. Don't put Brad's name in there. Don't put his name in the poem if you're talking about how you you want to you want to bone him. Don't yeah. do that. But he reads the poem in front of the entire class, which like shitty fucking move. Later on, he goes through her bag and calls her out for having birth control pills in front of everybody. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, awesome. he's fifteen just, years old. Yeah, awesome, just great. Oh, <laughs> come on, god. Yeah, yeah, a full on like he's he loves like, Tucker Carlson. Don't, please don't go through my purse. And he's like, I'm gonna do guess it. Guess what? <laughs> like, Here I go anyway. I'm like, you should be fired. <laughs> She's a um, blow dryer and he's acting like preparing for rain. I was like, that's not the right answer for a mm-hmm. blow dryer. Nope. No, nope. it's all. it's 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 odd that she has it in her purse, but like, I don't know. I'm not a teenage girl. I don't fucking know how this works. I've how do you think she got those bangs so office. high? You got a blow dry and hair Aquanet, homie. Mm-hmm. Um so then uh she makes this voodoo doll of him after the uh the birth control thing to get back at him. Mm-hmm. Frankly, reasonable. That's that's the yeah. least he deserves. Um she uses this thing to make him get butt naked in front of the whole class like he is doing his regular english teaching and she's like slowly undressing this doll and this fool is just taking his clothes off and like seemingly unaware that he's doing it which i'm like oh so you're a hypnotist that's what this is he is about to take his dick out when the principal walks in like he's mm-hmm. going for his underpants standing up on a big fucking table and the principal walks in, and all of a sudden he's like snapped out of his. Like, oh, it was just hot. And I'm like, no, you're fired now. Like you, I'm calling the police, and you cannot come back. We'll send you your things. Is how it's this the ends. 80s. I don't think we're like we're gonna fire. We're we're just gonna send you home for the rest of the day, Bob, Jim, yeah. whatever his name is. Go go sleep this off. Dick well, Weaver, go home for the day. We'll call you back. Take take, frankly, take the rest of the week off. Frankly, I mean, uh, 10 things I hate about you. He just stared at her titties for a long time and didn't lose his job. So like. Exactly. Yeah, the rules are different than they should be, I suppose. Um, the prospect of this happening to you is pretty horrifying, if we're being honest, because he's got no control over his body to the point that the mom goes to put the doll in the in the laundry to, like, clean it off. I think, did the brother fuck with it or mess it up? or Threw it down some stairs. That's yeah, right. when he had his giant ice cream. <laughs> that's right. Covered it in pasta sauce. Stairs. No. It's nice. right. So the mom goes to wash it. <laughs> dick weaver is walking down the street and just like inexplicably turns and walks into a car wash because the dolls in the laundry he has to stand in the car wash no no i mean maybe you stand in place and go like this (laughs) right you slop around on the ground or something and then once it and then once it's in the dryer you go Mm -hmm. walking into a car no no no. and he's nonplussed it didn't like he got jostled when she was carrying him around in the backpack. Like it didn't, it wasn't like he got jostled when she placed him on the table. Out. Why she no. just didn't take that thing right up to her bedroom, light it on fire, which would have been funny to see that I'm happen. Saying, um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah it just burst into flame all of a sudden. Yeah, the inconsistency. Again, why are we trying to understand? But yeah. Because the world like, needs rules, Dana. If there wasn't a car wash nearby, like I thought he was going to walk into a laundromat and climb into a washing machine. I was like, I mean, that's where they're going. That would have made as much sense. Um, the yeah. sixth time she does the magic is Miss Malloy, her favorite teacher, 
wins the lottery and runs off with Count Lagando. Did I blink and miss the part where she cast this spell? I thought the same thing. I was like, did she do this? What did I miss here? Yeah. I'm just like, is this like a a non sequitur? Did she just had good luck and won the lottery? Or did Louise do this? And if so, win the lottery yourself, Louise. Like. Louise did it. She was like, because she was like, Louise, I've had the best day. And Louise goes, I know. Um, <laughs> you're over here just doing mitzvahs you're welcome. For people. Good for yeah. her, I suppose. What Wait, did I she do the accent too? The, the, the brother? You, you're welcome. It's, I'm so happy for you. Or is it just her brother? Yeah, this is her brother, the way that he speaks. You're welcome, um, huh? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, you're welcome. Um, the seventh time she does it, is when she becomes the most popular girl in school. This happens like two times. They talk about it once. They don't do it. And then it becomes a musical montage. Um, I don't know how long this took. As we said, the timeline's all, you know, all over the fucking place. Uh, She goes from, I want to be the most popular girl in school to like literally everyone in the school is obsessed with her. There's posters with her name all over the school, which must have taken hours and hours to put together. People are dressing like her. I'm like, okay, that's not what popularity is, though. Like, this is a different thing. Like, I, I want everyone to be obsessed with me is what you've asked for. Popularity is you could just be cooler than Randa, essentially, is all she was asking for. But I think the parents in this case, pretty fucking negligent. Like, if my if my kid has only one friend and it's Polly. And now all of a sudden there are 20 or 30 teens on my front lawn with signs about how they love my daughter. I'm like, Louise, we got to talk about what's happening out there. I'm yeah. not in trouble, but like what's happening out there. Hmm. Parents and so she's a cult leader. You yeah, know? pretty much. Yeah. I mean, she's a, a cult leader without like any of the fun cult leader shit that you're supposed to get from that. These people made signs for you. A lie. Yeah. You're not that great. You're my daughter. <laughs> you're not that great. Louise, I know you and your limitations, and this is not who you're supposed to be. Uh, then the eighth time she does it is they make she makes backstage she manufactures her name on the guest list for backstage passes for the Shauna concert. Um, at this point, she's with Polly. And at this point, I'm like, it's weird that Polly doesn't know she's a witch. It's like, how does well, Polly think this happened? She also you forgot a magic that she does probably because at one point they're riding their bikes and oh well the top uh, that was magic yep we're, we're, we're like, gonna top that gets its own segment here okay <laughs> we have to talk about magic. top that in in depth that was magic that was magic um, that, made her that was that. magic without her saying anything i'm pretty sure she just like like she just looked at her saying. and made the magic happen um i just the rules of when a spell needs to be cast and when it doesn't need to be cast inexplicable yeah mm. i need well, some we, consistencies the movie sets up that shauna is like the biggest pop star in the world and so Polly is not at all like weirded out that they get backstage passes or that Shauna walks off stage mid song to like go say hello and give Louise her jacket and knows her by name. And Polly isn't like, how do you know her? Like, she's like, oh, that's that's so cool. And I'm just like, no, Polly, like context clues. Something's up. I feel like is this where she wait, never mind. Yeah, no, she she uses the sh- Shanna's the inspiration for the most popular girl in, the, in school, or does she yes. do both? Okay. She so the Shauna. Oh boy, I think she needs I to think, get her jacket. Yeah. To wear to become the most popular girl in school. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, because they they talked about making her popular. They do more magic to make her popular instead of casting popularity spell. She has this jacket, which makes her popular. This is 
Yeah, mm-hmm. popularity was a whole that was a whole fucking thing. Um then we also uh we have her where the breaking Kiki's leg before the play, um, which just seems clumsy sure. more than anything else. I'm like, sure. Hey man, break a leg because you know we're, we're they went out people. of their way though. You well, you don't say good luck before a performance in the theater, <laughs> the high school theater. Yeah. yeah, and then she, she told her to break a leg like three times. Yeah, yeah, over and over again, and then she fell over a ladder. Like you wouldn't, you maybe you sprain an ankle from this unless you have like bird bones. I was about to like, say she's got brittle bone disease. Yeah, I got the brittle bone disease. Yeah, she should have been fine from this. You might get like a nasty bruise, essentially. But that's so now she's the lead in the play, which frankly she probably should have been because she crushed that audition. Yeah, like her audition was legit. She should it have been good. the lead. It was yes. very good. And it's like they named her what was it, assistant like wardrobe manager. <laughs> there you yes. go. Like oh no, she can't Not be even... like the third, like a supporting cast member. It's like, mm-hmm. bitch, stay backstage. She's yeah. the costumer. But somehow she's also the understudy. Like, yeah, well, it's small high school. <laughs> we're, all, we're all rebel class. Whatever the countess is out, she left. She's like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm leaving my job. Um, yeah. Then the last thing that we see her do magic with, I think, is Richie is a bellhop all of a sudden. Richie walks into her room in the morning, full bellhop, get up, not sure where he got the costume, has mm. made her breakfast, and is like, I also ironed your homework. I'm like, okay, cool. So you burned it, huh? Because like you can't yeah. just iron paper. It's you, you ruined it for me. Thank you, Richie. Mm-hmm. And the mom mm-hmm. was like, he cleaned up, he reorganized the refri- he she that's like another off scene, off screen spell that we Yeah. Don't worry about it, guys. We're just supposed to assume that it happened, I suppose. It's yep. let's clear clear out all the serial killer stuff and make him a bellhop. Make him <laughs> a servant. The Sounds mom's good. answer to him cleaning up is like he must be on drugs, but like what yeah. drugs? Like what uh, drugs well, did Adderall. she think your kid is on? Right. <laughs> He's like, Adderall, so, last time I did meth, all I wanted to do is just you know, <laughs> just clean the fridge, serve, serve drinks, and bring people's luggage to their rooms. That's all I wanted to do. I will yeah. say, Dave, you look great in that bellhop get up. Oh, what? <laughs> fetching. You look fetching. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, the 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 magic in this movie incredibly inconsistent again super low stakes like the worst <laughs> thing that happens well i guess she did murder somebody because david never came back he he yes! probably died yes um, he and, gone. She, and she broke kiki's leg uh but yeah the, the magic is relatively you know, pretty benign throughout I um think in the end does she give up on the magic unclear perhaps because i don't the the movie they give her this this amulet to wear which miss malloy finds so it wasn't like from the occult bookstore and i guess yeah in dungeons and dragons terms that's her spell casting focus (laughs) like she uses that to cast her spells i suppose and then there's like tosses it over to this super old woman at their high school dance who's blending in at the end of the movie and i think we're supposed to be like oh so she's not using the magic i then the movie ends so it's very abrupt so it's hard to tell what happened there exactly well, because she didn't like, she's like, I don't know if Brad actually likes me for me or if it's the spell. And Serena's like, who gives a fuck? Does he like right? you? Yeah, okay. she, she was every You're Drake welcome. song. Does, does she love yeah. me for me or because I'm rich and famous and Drake? Like, I don't give a shit, Drake. Who I don't want to hear about your feelings. Um, also, yeah. I, I was kind of paying attention, kind of not because I was taking notes. Did Serena's house get like a makeover on the inside? I feel like she was like, kid, don't, you're messing with my bag. Like, don't give up on the magic. And I, I was think. like, yeah. 
because the, the at, at first the place is pretty rundown. Like it looks yeah. like a haunted house at first. <laughs> so, right. And yeah. it is like the most eighties nice. interior I've ever seen. Like exactly. Pink and yellow and neon lights and fan chairs and yeah. palm oh, trees. Fan was, chairs. It looks like the inside of a like an airport Marriott lobby from nineteen eighty seven. Like recent, but if you saw it today, you'd be like, oh no. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I don't, I don't know what you call it's the eighties version of mid century modern. Is what happened yeah. inside of our house. But it was just um, weird. I was like, I need to, this Serena lady. I don't trust her. We didn't get to see. No. I didn't no. trust her either. No, yeah. there's a there's a part where my notes say, oh, she looks especially evil in this scene. Like she's really pale with like dark eye makeup, and I'm like, oh, right? okay, so you've been suckered. Like, no, this is how I look today. I'm just kind of under yeah. the weather. Um, now this movie is technically a romantic comedy, I suppose. So, uh, sorry, Dana, we got to talk about some love at first semester here. Did anyone want Louise and Brad to wind up together at the end of this fucking movie? Didn't care. Didn't give a shit. Didn't care. Didn't care. Didn't didn't give a shit. Uh, It feels like this movie was missing like the platonic male friend where like, Oh, she eventually realizes after Brad is shitty to her that he's the one she should have been with all along. Every like, movie needs, have that. needs a ducky, you're right. But I this one, yeah, didn't have one. I oh, I, okay. I also thought Rhett. Well, because they, Louis or Serena reads her palm earlier and tries to tell her it's someone that's been there all along. So I was like, oh, it's that Rhett, that Rhett, Rhett. fool. It's hip hop Rhett. Franklin Louise, I don't give a damn. Right. Rhett, Rhett Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Rhett Butler shows up. Um, <laughs> Now, there's a part where she and Brad go into an abandoned house that I think I think Brad like knows of. I, this was his idea. Was um, so this scene is gross. This is they they go into this house. Uh, there's a part where she's walking up the stairs and just sees that he's like taking off his jacket, and she's like, "Oh, I guess I'll also go ahead and get naked." And, like takes off her jacket. Like Whoa. I'm just like. No, don't do this. I don't like this. In an abandoned <laughs> house. Takes your abandoned shoes house. Off? Yeah, it's hot. That's hot, hot shit, man. Yeah. She walks up to the attic. This dude is like seductively lounging against the wall. Like, it was so I was like, did oh. they just watch Dirty Dancing? They're like, put on that black tank top. That's yep. a Swayze war. And just stand there with your leg, just a little popped, like pop out a hip and just leaning in. Like, Give me your best sways. Jeans were so starched. This was not his first rodeo in this house. Oh. Let's be very clear. This is his fuck move. house. This is his move. Yeah, That's this is his thing. one move. It's unclear if he's still with Randa this whole entire oh, time. It's yes. not unclear. Oh my we'll god. Talk, they're together. <laughs> like they are together. He's like, cheating oh. on his girlfriend in this abandoned house. I was like, they're about to bone. For sure. well, bone? I think I think I think they fucked. Like Sorry. in, in, in my heard, mind, no they, they fucked in that house. Because like yeah. we, we see them, we see them lay down, and I, I was uncomfortable by how much tongue this actor was using on her. <laughs> Because every time, like, you don't have to put your tongue in their mouth, man. Like, it's, it's not a real kiss. You can just stage this. I think he was like 27. Oh, and no. she was 17. I think yeah. that's he got married a year later, was... so I guess so. Wait, yeah. younger? 16? She, but, she, uh, she no, I think a... I saw a thing where she was like, it's really uncomfortable to watch that makeup scene. And I was like, <laughs> yes, it is for all of us, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. none of us liked it, Robin. <laughs> yeah, they just, they're laying down. And like, this is, again, this is not how teenagers make out. I was a teenager who made out. It wasn't this. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't, Believe you. it was a lot more, fr- <laughs> well, 
I was I was ace for four hours. All right. Like it was it was a lot more high energy than this was tender lovemaking from some teens. And I'm like, he's this 26. is not he's old ass man. That's true. He's very uh, adult. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 got a mortgage. Um, so this is as 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 Dana said. It's not unclear if he's with Randa. We are led to believe that they've had like an amicable split because we see him hanging out with Randa all the time. And, and with Louise. Likes, yeah, and, and Randa likes Louise. Yes. This is not the first time we've seen Louise and Brad make out. So I was just no. like, what? I would love to see those interactions where, because that's the thing, like she's so popular that like Randa puts up with it. I wanted to see that scene. I wanted to be yes. like, oh yeah, make out with it, please. Yeah. Please, have so him cool. it's fine I take that you. dick you know yeah, it just it was just the end of the movie remember that prom or whatever weird end of the year dance that was, was moonlight magic huh? okay <laughs> when they're at moonlight right? magic is that right good when moonlight harvest magic it's harvest cool. dance followed by the moonlight magic dance <laughs> when they're goes. at the dance Randa's at the table. She's like, "Yeah, Brad and I are going to college together in the fall." And I'm like, "Wait, what? Y'all, y'all are together? You asked someone else to the dance. He asked Louise to go to the dance. Louise said no, and then he just decided to go with Randa, his girlfriend. I'm just like, mm. boy, this is some shit. And then, yeah, Louise should really feel guilty about this. Yeah. This is your, a friend of yours now, and you're over here just tonguing her boyfriend down. It is. No, it's, it's an appro- it's appropriate portrayal of the teenage mind. Uh, the teenagers are stupid. Oh, they're these stupid. Are, these are these are stupid yeah. things to do. So yeah, it makes sense to me. Teens, yeah. yeah. In like a, in another film, like Randa would have like outed her as a witch. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yes. That Randa or Polly, one of the two would have been like, yeah, yeah. this bitch got powers. Like somebody, something would have happened here. Yeah, um, I will say Polly with all the hats. She wow. was a precursor for Blossom. That's yeah. All she even has a little bit of a Mayambialic look to her. Uh-huh. A, a young, a young, a young MB, if you will. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the theme song to that show, and I can't right now. Oh, it's uh, me. don't know about the future. <laughs> That's anybody's guess. Ain't no good reason for getting all no, distressed. I could do the entire thing. I'm not gonna, but I could. I could do the whole thing. I always that one always kind of blended into family. There must be somebody. <laughs> I miss theme songs. Yeah. Oh, and step by step also had a solid one. Day just, by day, that's, that's that's right. of, um, different hand of play. As days go by, oh, that's my yeah, favorite. Perfect, fucking strangers. I love that show. Oh, that's a good one. Oh no, um, wait. Days oh. go by. Oh, that's family oh. matters. That's family yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. That's family matters. Sorry. Uh, okay. Kim, matters you might, you might have been there for this. I don't know. There was a year that we did dance marathon. I'm not sure if you were there for this one or not. There was a band that played at like two in the morning that just did like 90s sitcom theme songs for an hour and it brought the fucking house down. Like that was they had beyond my time, but that's oh man. great. They had like a big Ooh. display and they would play along as they like played the footage of the theme songs. So they had like a whole medley of theme songs for an hour. That's incredible. That, um, power hour just... with TV, TV theme songs oh. is a delightful, it's perfect. It. It's so get fun. real drunk. Get real drunk. Family Matters was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. here it was the elevator operator. She was the elevator operator. Oh, yeah. my God. Yep, yep. Ain't that that's why I got those two theme songs. They always blended yeah. into my head. Yeah. Oh, Chicago, man. Know what I'm saying? Oh, that's true. Um, anyway. We got to talk about Rhett and the boys here because we have not. No, we, we've we we briefly touched on what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Rhett. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. boy. To the, viewer, to the viewer no. who has not seen this. Ricky, 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 Ricky. Don't, don't stop or stop. They stop. Bill, stop. 
Bill watched the, the only part of the movie he saw today was the top that scene, and he was like, "I'm gonna ask them to stop that." I was like, "Oh, oh. 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 I mean, he would have served them with that line. Frankly, their their rhymes were fucking remedial." Um, okay, so to those who have not seen this, Rhett has two friends. These guys are all like a trio of Colin Jost looking dudes. And they are, I'm supposed to believe, like the dopest MCs <laughs> at this high school. They rap yep. a lot. Yeah. They they do really, really bad dancing. A lot of a lot of like dancing. <sighs> it's like that that video of the girls remember, like that the old like white lady with like yes. haircut and blue jumpsuit is like, I'm gonna teach you how to hip hop dance. It's and exactly this, that. You really got to get into it. You got to bend that knee. <laughs> I'll put that. I'll put that in our Facebook group. It's just. <laughs> it's just watching them. I'm just like, I, it, it felt very much to me like rap directed and performed by people who had never listened to rap. I'm like this is not. It's there's an episode of the Cosby Show where Denise has friends come over that all are super into hip hop, and it's right around the same time. And it's like. You guys look like clowns. Like, I'm not sure what you're doing here, but this is, you, you look insane. And these dudes, like, I mean, I, on the one hand, I'm happy none of them are black. On the other hand, I'm like, these should be black people. No, but then in this role. When, he, when Rhett raps in the popular girl thing, he's in a car with some vatos. Yeah, you know, like, vato with him. Like, That's true. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got one one dude with the the flannel with just the top button done. I think one guy's got mm. a bandana on, like the way that like real low. Yeah, I'm just like, oh god, yeah. what are we doing? It's I just feel so like weird. These guys were the inspiration somehow for Kenny and his friends, and can't hardly wait. Oh, confirm these. Yes, mm -hmm. the, Kenny and his boys were like that was a modern uptake of this a hundred percent. And I think I think the director was like. I liked those fellows from Breaking, but I'm not going to cast those guys in this film. We're not going to cast mm -hmm. ethnics. <laughs> Can you, you guys move like the ethnics ozone? in the meeting? They're like, <laughs> no ethnics. Can, can it just be less? You know, you know, less. You know, I mean, like, not so street, if you will. I mean, we're like we're a few years before you know Snow were released as oh, iconic informer. single Informer, oh. but. Uh, but the Beastie Boys were for sure around. Maybe the not. idea was out Kicking there. Ass. It just wasn't fully embraced by anyone who gave a shit about rap. It's just and so, so. So this movie said, "Let's just do some sprinkles. Let's sprinkle some rap on top of that, and, and they'll be terrible too. Yeah. It'll be a terrible song. No, terrible. No, no, no. Everything. The kids will terrible. love it. The kids. Uh, the kids love, love the rap. So we'll put some rap in this, but you know, not those people. We'll, we'll do the rap. We're not going to mark. It's like Marty McFly playing film. Johnny Be Good, yeah. It's but your yes. kids will love it. Your yes. kids will love it. It is. Yeah. It's insane. And I think <laughs> watching it, it's hard when you watch movies like this to see like, am I supposed to think they're cool, or am I supposed to yes. be like, oh, this is corny? No? I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be cool. But like, then later on, the girls sure. are like, the Polly's sitting at a table with like two friends, and they're like, it could be worse. We could be here with them. And I was like, well, true. <laughs> What? So Polly's what above the them in the pecking order, apparently. Polly it's, was um, a much better rapper than any oh, of them, for listen, the record. Like, she brought the fire in Top That, if we're being honest. The Top That scene is among <laughs> the most iconic scenes in film history. I'm going to say that. Yeah. It's just yeah. these these three dudes in the suburbs <laughs> with a boombox dancing like drunk uncles and battle rapping against nobody in particular. 
and Polly and uh, Louise are riding their bikes with baskets on them with the tennis rackets in there because, you know, 80s. And they see them, and Polly is so intimidated by Rhett, who she has a crush on. She's like, we should find an alternative route home. <laughs> you can just bike past them. <laughs> They're going to chase you down. I but, thought it was like, oh, well, they rap, so they're ruffians. We can't go near that. Some real rapscallions, if you will. <laughs> um, so at this point, Louise is like, no, like this is fine. We'll do this. She gives her like magical MC powers. Polly hops off the bike and goes full eight mile on the boy she's in love with, like tears him to pieces with this verse that she spits at him. Um my thing is like we really should have just had Polly get folded in with the rap dorks for the whole rest of the movie. Like you yeah. rap better than all of them. You're you're cooler that. than them. You a real street like whatever move she did at the end with the top that, which is among <laughs> my favorite gifts. I just <laughs> but, cringed again thinking about it. It's just oh it's if you watch her face, because again, the ADR is insane. Like the I don't he, I don't even think it's her voice. It's no not, one, it's no one's voice. Any time there's a song in the film it is it is not anybody not who's voice. in this film red's no. voice might as well be like tone loke like this is not that's not that boy's voice at all it's and it's so far off why does it look so unconvincing uh, like we've been putting you know pe- <laughs> people don't sing in films that's not We're natalie woods like what are we doing we know well, how to do think, we've been doing this for decades i think it's because there's no reason as an actor you can't rap you're you're memorizing lines just do them <laughs> Like you just do the, them yourself. The rhythm, the cadence, you might not have it. Well, they're the they're dancing real hard. So they wanted her to sound right. I think they wanted everybody to sound right. So oh, sound wrong. <laughs> I just, their voices. It, it just that scene to me, I I it is among the most uncomfortable watching. She is trying so hard to not laugh the whole time. She hated you watch it. her face, she's breaking the, the entire actress- time was like i was not happy about this i'm so embarrassed (laughs) well you should have been um there was like a part because they always reference top that on how did this get made and i was like i i know this i remember this this was so cool and then i went back i was like nah there's got they there's got to be a reprise that is so much cooler than what i just witnessed and then the movie just ends 15 minutes later and i was just like that's it just the the dancing is a lot the everything about it it's it's uncomfortable to look at. I was like, was it just because I was like six years old? Is that why this was cool? For Are sure, yes. You know yes. Okay. We just talked about snow. Snow is not cool. Informer is not a good song, but like loved that shit when I was seven or eight. Yeah. Licky boom boom down. Um, now, question to toss out here: since we're making gritty remakes of everything, if this movie got a gritty remake, because to me this is one that calls out for a gritty remake with like dark overtones to it. Who you would you guys? With Archie. I was like, I was like, so, so starring the, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Is that what we're talking about? Yes. I don't see how this gets starring gritty. He was also in, um, per se. he was just Abbott in uh, Abbott elementary. Yeah. Great. Oh. A great role in Abbott elementary, but um, <laughs> that's a great character. Who, who's casting character. to play Madam Serena here? I've got a couple ideas. I want to see who you guys thought might be a good fit for that role. Oh, I, um, what's her name? Um, she it's was, a Jennifer she, Coolidge. Oh, all about Jennifer that Coolidge. would be fun. And you know that she can do some dark shit now with White that Lotus. That would be fun like, for White Lotus. Yeah. Bring her on in. Have okay. her be Madam Serena. Can we give her dark hair? I've never seen her with dark hair. It'd be fun to look at. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm done with that. 
I'm kind of I'm on a Niecy Nash high right now. Let's do that. I'll give her a fucking Emmy. She was so good. Yeah. Dahmer Monks and Jeffrey Dahmer story. Give her another I'm, one. I was yeah. trying to think of another small person like a Pam Adlon or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, who's that? Uh, that that little actress, the the community, all the voices, Maria Bamford. <laughs> oh, she's funny as fuck in that role. She's, she's good. Then, well, she's yeah, she's a very weird. She's, she's very, very weird. weird comedian. Very weird I went Jackie Weaver. Could be, be interesting. She's God, got Jackie the right voice. Jackie yeah. Weaver. See, I went, voice. I went dark with this because I okay. said um, Angela Bassett based on American Horror Story Coven. She was when you said I went dark, dark in that like, shit. Well, I, I'm also black. It doesn't count. What you mean by that? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa, crooks. I went dark, so I picked a black lady. <laughs> I picked a dark black woman. Yeah, it was to me. It was either that or a drag queen of Danish choosing. I don't know any of them enough to be like, oh, this would be a good one here. But I feel like this could be a role for a drag queen to play. Mm. I see the wheels. Oh, the Trees Royale would be delightful. You could have made up a name. I wouldn't fucking know. But yeah, that that would if fit. If you for know, me. you know, Latrice would be great. No, I don't know. Um, now, if we're doing a greedy remake, somebody has to die by accident. So mm. the two that came to mind for me are Richie or Polly. Um, it's one I, of Randa's henchmen, like one of Randa's people, or one see, of I think Rhett, one of Rhett, Rhett's people. Rhett? Oh, if one of the if one of Rhett's boys died, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like drop dead while rapping. Um, I thought Richie made sense to me because, like, it's easy to imagine her turning him into a dog. Richie panics, runs out of the house, gets hit by a car. Because, like, it oh. needs to be like a like an oopsie kind of a murder here, not like a she'll murder somebody on purpose later on. But like, this has or, to be like an oh no, or eat some of that remainder chocolate that was oh on the sure. face and all over his and, face. And it's one of those dogs that just cannot do it. Just yeah. dies. Accidentally kills her brother. She's given up on magic. You know, she's not going to power through. It's got to be like, oh, mm. that weird old teacher. Ah, my voodoo went too far. But lesson but learned. She, but if it's a greedy He's remake, old. I He's think old she anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he was old. I think if it's a greedy remake, she kills him and is like, I feel good about this. That's like, I, where I enjoy I was, killing. Yeah, I fully <laughs> yes. think greedy remake. She kills the teacher on purpose. That voodoo dog goes real far, and yes. he is dead that's a malicious murder i think she just like goes hammer on it with needles or like tosses it into the oven and just like lights on fire and then we cut to like school the next day and there's a pa announcement like offering the kids social workers in this in this trying time mm-hmm. um, the teacher's dead i know this isn't if if i may throw in a question or a, what like uh 80s or 90s like pop song are we getting a moody remake of for this, oh, for, you know, oh, like, oh, oh. Abra, Abra, Kadabra. Mm. I want to reach out and That's the one to go with. Like, Billie Eilish is doing the remake. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, it's got a little creepiness in there with the, with the grabby apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somehow there's like a weird tinkly piano that's getting just like oh bing, for sure <laughs> slow as shit. I mean, I, I saw the incredible Burt Wonderstone that 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 movie. I they did not playing, see that. They kept playing that song over and over and over again. Yeah, to me, it's either it's either Abracadabra or like uh, what was that Double Vision? Um, you oh, yeah. foreigners, yeah. With that double vision, I don't know. It's a that's like song. a twin thing. That's like that's that just an echoes. Um, I was like, yeah. what about a dark witching? version of the sign? Oh, the, well, Ace of Base, the sign. Yeah, like like a oh, gothy, God. like dark version of the sign. Oh mm. man, 
That I want to hear that yeah. just in so general. We'll get, so we're gonna get Rammstein to cover. <laughs> no, 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 Dave, 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 Dave. No, typo negative. Uh, oh, we, no, I don't know. Typo okay. negative droning along to that. Mm. Um, okay, so if we're doing a tender or a, a gritty remake, that tender lovemaking scene has to be a lot darker. Um, in my mind, it goes one of two ways: either okay. Brad gets super handsy and aggressive and doesn't take no for an answer. Or this is all like an elaborate setup where a bunch of people are like hiding in the house to watch them hook up and probably live stream it. But like they can't just be like, oh, we went to an abandoned house and we boned for three hours and then went home and made pasta. Like, no, something dark has to happen if that's I'm thinking it's in like a pentagram and there's candles. Oh, you think she does the abandoned house setup? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I do like like that. She needs him to complete a spell. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, and for for Manon, you're right. Yeah. And, and and they're trying to create the Antichrist, so yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. To just bam, 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 bam. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, god, good. <laughs> yeah, no, that would that would work out. Good. That's good. Um, and then the last thing here, uh, there's going to be some kind of a horrifying turn for the obsession over Louise if this is going to be dark and gritty. In my mind, Polly gets wrapped up in it and then kills Randa as a way to like prove her devotion to Louise. That's how this goes. Mm-hmm. Like it's all for you, Louise. You no, know, like a Damien thing. Yeah, I, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> I it's just like don't, something. I don't know about the. I don't know if this. I don't know if a gritty remake is gonna work. They, they, I'll, I'll they do a gritty remake of everything. <laughs> they do it for everything. Know. Did you see the one with the uh, Ninja Turtles when they're in like middle age? That's pretty great. I think it was an SNL thing. It's like the Ninja Turtles are big back problems now. And I think Rob Bell is like fighting with his wife all the time. Just give me Secret of the Ooze. I, I don't need any of that shit. Oh. Ninja, Ninja, rap. Well, yeah, I don't need of a, course. I, I don't need a dark remake of that. Come on. It's going to be on Netflix because that's what they did with the Sabrina, the Teenage Witch yeah. thing. Yep. Remember yeah. dark. They're fucking sacrificing babies and slinging drugs, jingle well, jangle. She's a witch. <laughs> Like this is this is what it is. I apologize to all of our wicked listeners. I mean a cartoon witch, not an actual witch. So one of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character to see if this movie was the start of big things or the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDB deep dive. Uh this week we're gonna dive on Marsha Wallace, who played Miss Malloy, the mm. teacher with the big gums. Um She's had 71 credits. This was her 26th. So kind of right, you know, middle of her career, give or take. She was in a whole bunch of iconic 70s and 80s TV shows. She was in Bewitched, The Brady Bunch, 140 episodes. The Bob Newhart show was Carol. I don't know who that character was because it's been a long time since I watched Bob Newhart, but in basically every episode. Why were any of us watching Bob Newhart as children? Nick at Night was great. Or like the Newhart show? I watched watched that. I watched that back to back with uh, Mary Tyler Moore. But when saying, I was like, like seven. Oh. New, I wasn't watching like re- I remember watching like the new the Bob Newhart shows. Like oh, just what, regular what Newhart. I, yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm not sure why you were watching that. I was yeah, watching like, the reruns later on. They needed themselves some Newhart in the 70s. I, they I, loved I him. Quite, I didn't quite get it. It's like, okay, I can fumble around and be awkward too. Uh, just be awkward and deadpan. Can 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 I have 70s TV money now? The answer is <laughs> no. No. Uh, she was in an episode of The Love Boat. She was in the made-for-TV movie The Castaways on Gilligan's Island. She oh. was in Fantasy Island the same year, so I don't know if that was like a spinoff of Fantasy Island or just like a weird coincidence. She was in Chips, Magnum P.I., Taxi, Give Me a Break, Murder, She Wrote, Alf, Night Court, Small Wonder, which 
God, I wish I could scream so under right now. I bet it's terrible. Charles in Charge. Um, all the 80s shows. Yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of iconic titles. Of our days and, uh-huh. our, nights. and our nights. She was in, um, she's mostly done like a lot of TV and voice work since the late 80s. So she was in Darkwing Duck, A Different World, Batman the Animated Series, Captain Planet, <sighs> Aladdin, Full House, Murphy Brown, <laughs> Cow and Chicken, Angry Beavers. Uh, all eight episodes of one of Dave and my favorite shows, That's My Bush. Oh. She was yeah. That show should have been on the air. Fuck you, nine eleven. Um, <laughs> she was in an episode of Seventh Heaven, Rugrats, and Young and the Restless. But I copped her right away because she is Edna Krabappel from The she Simpsons sure. with her regular yeah. voice. Like that's yeah. her regular voice. She's not doing yeah. a voice to play Edna. And the, I was I was looking down when she first had a line, and I'm like, Mrs. Krabappel's in this, like right a no fucking idea. way. Yeah, yeah, that's where all the uh, the voice acting comes from. Like, sorry, so she was like, oh, she's a voice rich, actress now. Rich as hell. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, it also, I've not watched Simpsons recently at all, but apparently she stopped doing Krabappel in 2014. So I don't know if they wrote Edna off the show or if they just like recast the voice or what happened there. Um, because this woman's still acting, so I don't know exactly what happened with Mrs. Krabappel. But if she's she gone, is. rest in peace, <laughs> Mrs. Krabappel. <laughs> Love that I character. Think this lady was dead. Yeah, she well, she was in Young and the Restless in 2019 or something like that. So, like, recently active, I should say at least. But yeah, Mrs. Krabappel um, heard it immediately, and I'm like, "Ain't no fucking way, that's Mrs. Krabappel." Oh no, she literally Marsha Marsha Wallace. Is that you're talking about? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she died in 2013. Oh wait, she died when? 2013. Uh, Then what happened? When was she? Hold on, no, oh oh, god. Because I thought she was in like more recent stuff. Two thousand nine. Oh, no, two thousand nine was the Young and the Restless. Two, oh, uh, they might have. Oh God. Okay, yeah, I see it now. Nineteen forty-two to twenty thirteen. Oh, brother. Well, she's in Muffin Top: A Love Story in twenty seventeen. Okay, well. I'm sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> you know, laugh. Well, this yeah, is terrible. Like, I'm this is real bad. Uh, native of Creston, Iowa. So there's that. Um, yeah, Iowa stand up. It's- well that does bring us to the end of this episode and just like the end of the school year that means it's heading out of some superlatives god this is kind of hard to make that turn there but uh richie is most likely to be revealed as a 32 year old imposter who has stolen the identity of a tween boy that would explain the accent and mannerisms Rhett is most likely to start each rap verse with my name is Rhett and I'm here to say he very much has that kind of a a rap feeling to him. Randa is most likely to spend three months working out for her high school reunion so she can try to upstage everyone. Polly is most likely to dramatically say, how long were you planning on keeping this from me when she finds a pentagram carved into the wood floor underneath Louise's bed? And mm-hmm. Louise is most likely to open an occult bookstore and just bide her time until Feruza Balk walks in. Because I need that yeah. square that circle, make it make it all together. It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this next movie is Dana's pick. Dana, what are we gonna watch next? Um. So I was a little torn on what I wanted to do next. I was like doing a like super old school. I was gonna pick this movie because I thought Louise Fletcher was in it, and I was like, well, Louise Fletcher just recently passed away. Let's pick a movie with her in it. Um, when I looked it up, I realized it's not Louise Fletcher. It's Helen fucking Mirren. Helen? How old is this? We are is watching. Black and white? No, no, no. We are watching Teaching Mrs. Tingle. 
Joey oh. is back from the. That really was. <laughs> that's Holmes. really Helen Mirren in this one. Oh boy. Oh my God. Oh boy. Yeah. I, that's going to be some shit. Oh boy. Okay. Well. It's not like a total. There's. I don't know. I don't know if it totally fits a spectacular, but. I mean, I this know. one for sure didn't. It wasn't scary at all. There's just a witch in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, I just like. For this movie at all. When we were watching Disturbing Behavior, I was like, oh, I thought this was teaching Mrs. Dingle. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've not seen it, but I am very aware of it from the time. So this oh, is going to be a fun one to. Fun first watch for me. Uh, fucking mirror. I couldn't believe Helen it. I was like, no. No. She's had several careers, basically. (laughs) Like, she just keeps on reinventing herself. Uh, Guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave us a five-star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. And join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We will keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions or memories of this movie, we'd love for you to hop and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Polly... You can try until you're blue, but I'll make a fool of you. Top that. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.